Welcome back to another episode of Anger Girl Music of the Indie Rock Persuasion. I'm your host, Amanda Starling, here to talk to you about all things intersectional feminism, DIY, and of course, the music. I'm back, and I'm recharged. I'm ready to freaking smash the patriarchy and all of its minions, thanks to the will of the force that now flows through me. Okay, I know I sound a little wacky, but that has largely to do with my little vacation to Chicago to experience Star Wars Celebration. Your pal has seen the Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker teaser trailer, hugged the feminist icon that is Ashley Eckstein, and just experienced the culture that is the true Star Wars community in person. I know the fandom gets a horrible rep for toxic trolls like many fandoms and geek culture do, but I can tell you that I heard not a single story of harassment. In fact, People of color and women were celebrated all weekend long, from a standing ovation for the Rose Tico actress Kelly Marie Tran to the fandom's embrace of the Jar Jar Banks actor Ahmed Best. It goes to show that toxicity won't bring us down, whether it's as fans of Star Wars or here in our music community too. I felt like all the efforts that I and others have made to build a community of love has been paying off in mainstream culture and in our independent community. I'm just so glad I got to spend that time with dear friends like Abby, Reed, Tori, my partner Jacob, Ryan, Teddy, Michaela, Han, Saul, and so many more. I love you all so much. You made this a really special weekend and vacation. And all that momentum of Geek Feels really got me pumped. I was reinvigorated talking to so many friends I've made in music who live in the Chicago scene. They've really motivated me to keep working hard because hearing each other's voices matters. And you'll hear mine on some really cool projects soon. Hint, hint. Keep an eye on the Better Yet podcast. Hi, Tim and Chloe. Um, But speaking of voices, uh, this week I'm joined by the incredible Shady Bug, who have put out the most zesty and energetic record, Lemon Lime. It's sour, it's sweet, they've wrapped a solid tour throughout the Midwest, and they've been getting attention from so many indie blogs and festival lineups, including a South by Southwest showcase spot that happened this past spring. I'm joined by Hannah and Tom, who talk about their efforts in songwriting and how they've grown as musicians while playing together in Shady Bug. So with that, let's hear some more music off of Lemon Lime and then get into the interview.
from Hannah and Tom to Angry Girl Music of the Indie Rock Persuasion. How are things going? Pretty good. Pretty good. We, we just released our record. We're about to go on a long tour, so we're pretty pumped. That's so exciting. Well, I love it. Lemon Lime has been awesome. Um, I believe James sent it over to me a little bit early, but it's been so cool <laughs> getting to know this record. Yeah, thank you. Y'all clearly put in a lot of work to it. It sounds impeccable. Thank you. Yeah, we uh, recorded it like a year ago. And um, I think it took us like a year maybe to write all the songs. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, I love hearing that. And I'm excited for both myself and my guests to kind of get to know you both. But to kind of kick things off, how did you both kind of first get interested in writing and playing music? Um, I guess for me, I started um, playing music when I was, well, I started writing my own music when I was 15. Uh, me and my twin sister, we had a project called Dubnub. And we started playing shows and setting up our own shows, house shows, like in high school. So I was writing music with my sister. And then I started writing music by myself, like just for my own project in college. And that was a solo project. And then I, I went to college in Columbia, Missouri. And then I moved back to St. Louis. And I wanted to start a band. And then Shady Bug kind of formed. That's awesome. What about you, Tom? Um, I uh, just was like, I played like a band, like I was a, like a nerdy version of uh, uh, getting into music. And uh, <laughs> that was, uh, uh, I really liked that. I, I, I still like that. Um, but then I started playing with uh, my friends in college and then, you know, we kind of just uh, started a band around here and that I started playing in the St. Louis music scene and that's how I met Hannah. And then she wanted to start a band and asked me and here we are. That's so awesome. What instrument were you playing in high school? Uh, clarinet. Hell yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Cause like I noticed um, in some of your music in general with Shady Bug, it's like there are some woodwinds in it and that's pretty awesome. You don't hear that much of punk rock. Well, that's not Tom though. That's <laughs> our, our friend Kurt Oren. Oh, okay. He played flute and saxophone on Flake, which is the last song. Yeah. And uh, I was just so excited to get get one of my good friends on the record, and it was really fun. He really added to the song. I love that. Yeah, because, I mean, as somebody who played, like, woodwinds in, like, middle school and stuff, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is really cool and everything. I mean, that's funny that it wasn't Tom this time, but, hey, we could get a clarinet at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> I think Tom lost their clarinet. No, I found it. Oh. <laughs> I found it. It's so good. That's hilarious. Next, ne next EP or record, maybe we'll hear we'll hear their clarinet. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. That's so awesome, though. But like, that's one of the things that kind of stood out to me with your sound is like the variety to it and everything. Yeah, we all come from different backgrounds. Like our drummer is actually not a drummer to start with. He's a jazz bass player and a guitar player. And this was his first band playing drums, Aaron. So he brings a lot to us because he has his jazz background and he already knows how to play guitar really well. So he helps out with ideas with guitar too. So we have like all these people bringing in different ideas from different um, 
backgrounds. And I come from like a classical guitar background. So that's even way different than everything else. Well, that explains why the guitars sound so great on this record, because everybody's got a little experience here and there and teaching each other stuff. And that makes it so interesting. Yeah, I agree. It's really fun to collaborate with Tom and Aaron. And we've had two bass players, but our last bass player also went to music school, Todd. So it was, it was just really great. That's really awesome. And I love the sound of that because like you're able to kind of each bring in your own different experiences to for music at that point. Um, and it just really creates a really varied sound. I'm kind of wondering what kind of bands do each of you listen to? Because the sound of Shady Bug is so unique and I feel like there's probably a lot of influence going on here. I, I think uh, another cool thing is that we all really like bands on Exploding in Sound, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of wild because they picked us up and we're like, we want you to be on our label. But we were like huge fans. Like we were totally influenced. Like I was really influenced by like Speedy Ortiz yeah. and Aaron's really influenced by Pyle and Krill. I remember Krill. Krill we, we were all like huge Oblov fans. Yeah. So. Still on. Yeah. Cool. Stove. Yeah. So it's really crazy that we got on this label that really influenced us. Definitely. That's really neat. And like Exploding and Sound is such a great just label in general. And like to be able to work with all these people now and have access to all that. Is that exciting for you as a band to know that like, you know, you're a part of this family now? Oh, yeah. Like we were just at South by Southwest and we were all hanging out and it's kind of it's kind of wild. Like I was hanging out with Steve and he's like, I love your record so much. And I'm like, you have to remember, like, you really influenced me. <laughs> Very crazy. <laughs> that was the first time we met Dan, too. Yeah, it was the first time we met Dan Golden of Exploding in Sound. And we were kind of nervous, but he's he's just a really chill, nice person. And we all got along really well. So we're very happy to work with him. Absolutely, because I think at that point, it's very neat because you're meeting people who've like influenced you. But, you know, now they're helping you build your career out even more. That's got to be just amazing. Yeah, we're so grateful. And we always tell them, we're like, we're so lucky that you found us. And they're like, no, we're lucky. Oh, <laughs> that has to feel so good. <laughs> So cool. Well, kind of into now the origins, if you will, of Shady Bug. How did everybody kind of meet and how did you land on the name Shady Bug? Uh, well, we met all playing music. We all played in different bands before this. So we were all playing shows and Tom has a house venue called The Nest. Sweet. So we'd hang out there. Mm -hmm. um, the name, I was kind of Honestly, thinking about uh, how bands kind of do play on words, mm -hmm. and I, I like girl pools, like whirlpool, mm -hmm. and I thought of a ladybug, and then I changed it to shady bug. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much, because I've been talking about shady bug a lot lately with just different friends and stuff. I'm like, you need to listen to this record. It's amazing. And I'm like, I've, I've pretty much been preaching it for a couple of weeks now to just different friends in person. They're like, well, wait, who's the band again? I'm like, Shady Bug, like, no fucking way. People get so <laughs> excited about your band name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who it was that tweeted, like, that's the best band name ever. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, didn't realize it. 
it's pretty unforgettable just like just like your sound in general i freaking love it um how did you kind of cultivate the sound that is shady bug it seems like you've got a really nice like hazy fuzzy sometimes garagey sometimes twinkly vibe to you uh, i think it just kind of came together it was uh definitely not super directed or at least from my perspective i don't know about you uh, yeah, I think we just realized one day that we could make this crazy contrast because I was writing most of my songs like the twinkly style, like very sweet and melodic. Then we realized we could add these crazy parts to it to make it more intense. And then we just went with that style, like the, the loud, quiet, loud mm -hmm. kind of thing. I think we're pretty, like, we were like, uh, you started using the just fuzz pedals and yeah. uh, we kind of everybody else was, is pretty good at being like a dynamic player and so we just like really leaned into the dynamic shifts and then instead of doing like tempo and time changes as well just to also kind of keep people off guard um so that's kind of uh that's kind of how i think about it yeah trying to make each section more exciting or surprising mm -hmm. That's definitely something that you've accomplished, especially with this new record. And I loved how like in the alternative interview, it was kind of described as like that bubbly, but still sour and stuff, just like the actual like flavors of lemon lime. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a beautiful description for everything that we're <laughs> hearing as listeners. It's like, it's true. Yeah, that is cool. I like the soda reference. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like the perfect description for you. Was that kind of what you were going for? Or was that something that kind of came as an afterthought? I mean, we named the record from a lyric from one of the songs, but it really describes the record too. Like it was definitely like, oh, this is from this. This is about soda, but it has it kind of has to do with the record. And we already had a song on our last record called Sweet and Sour. So that's definitely also our sound like nice and then mean. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say sweet and sour and lemon lime are your favorite flavors or are there others that you like? Oh, yeah. I love that contrasting flavor. I love like sweet, sweet and salty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. The caramel uh, uh, cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's, so <laughs> it's so gross. It's so good. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so wonderful. Um, so you, this is your second record. You had TBHIDK and then you have Lemon Lime now. How do you feel you've kind of developed your sound in that time? Um, well, TBHIDK was more like a casual record and most of the songs were already written for my solo project. Not most of them, but a lot of the songs were already formed. And then the next record was way more collaborative so we pretty much i would bring like maybe a little tiny part of the song and then we fully form it all together so we took a lot of time which with each song like hours and hours with each song all together in our practice space i like that because that really just helps it become more of the team like the band is together is just collaboratively writing and i feel like that always makes a more unique and dynamic sound when you hear the band just like coming together in that sense. I love it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what was it like for you to write and record Lemon Line? I hear you did that in Chicago? Yeah. We worked with this this guy named Seth Engel and he 
plays in this project called Options, which is one of my favorite bands. Um, but he's also just a great engineer to work with. And he was already our friend. So it was really cool to work with someone that we already knew we'd get along with. Yeah, it was, it was uh, I don't think any of us have ever done the four day recording thing. So no. that was pretty intense for us, but it was uh, uh, like really fun to just be able to dedicate all that time to it. Um, I'm excited to do it again. Yeah, we're already writing our next record, so. Sick, I love hearing that. I always love that. Because, you know, if you think about it, the time that you spend like recording it, going through like the process, the cycle of getting a record out there and stuff, I'm sure you start getting excited and you just want to keep going, keep writing. Yeah, definitely. And and like go, going to South by was really inspiring for me. Like I want to write and seeing other people perform really inspires me. I love that so much. There's a lot of really just like really highly motivated people. I feel like especially when we start to run into the DIY circles of South by Southway, South by Southwest, at least from what I've heard. Yeah, it's really cool, especially all the unofficial shows were really cool. Mm -hmm. They're free and it's more of like a community event. That's so awesome. Well, um, to kind of go back a little bit toward Lemon Lime, do you have any favorite songs that each of you wrote and recorded, like the ones that maybe are your favorites? Um, I think uh, Spooky is one of my favorites, even though we don't play it live that much, but um, that song was also the, the newest song that we wrote like for the record it was the last one we wrote so it was really fresh um and we almost were like maybe we shouldn't put this on the record maybe it doesn't go with it but um we sent it to to dan and he was like no you have to put that on there um but i think it's, i think it's really a raw song and the lyrics are kind of about um feel feeling not not in control of who you are in society and how people treat you and feeling small and being mad about it, <laughs> which is I really cool. Definitely. That song felt so resonant for that reason. And um, that's an experience a lot more people have than I think the general public realizes. So I think that's what makes that song so connective too. I love it. Thank you. What about you, Tom? Do you have spooky. a favorite? That's definitely spooky. Definitely sure. spooky? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I really like Flake too. Um, uh, that's like maybe the the biggest feat of a song writing thing that we've done. Um, it's like a ballad. Yeah, uh, and it's got so many different parts, and we kind of used a uh, 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 a different method of recording that one, mm -hmm. um, and uh, it, it definitely worked out. And we're uh, we play it all the time now. So um, Spooky's my favorite to actually. <laughs> Uh, uh, I've heard it less, yeah. So I, I probably like Spooky more, but um, Blake is an amazing song as well. So. It was really yeah. hard to choose the singles because. Uh, oh, wait, yeah, it's Flood Song. Never mind, I changed my mind. I, 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 Flood Song's my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't decide on singles because we all, everyone in Shadybug had different ideas and everyone in EIS had different ideas because all the songs could probably stand on their own. They're, they're all pretty fully uh, formed and stuff. Well, it's kind of funny. But I'm, yeah. glad, I'm happy with the singles we chose. Mm -hmm. 
No, it's tricky because like I was actually trying to pick like favorite songs because I always like to pick like a couple to focus in on and like talk to the artists about specifically, but I'm like, I could talk about this whole record. Everything is just so great. Every song stands out and it's like, you know, two feet. My gosh, you, I could show any one of these to like a friend or anybody who's like interested in music and be like, listen to this. And I'm like, okay, now listen to this. I could pretty much just put on like a whole record and just keep going with your music just because I'm like, oh my gosh, every song just stands out to me. That's cool. That's what we we're going for. <laughs> Well, mission accomplished. I mean, I like that you did bring up Flake for a moment, though, because that song definitely stood out to me because I feel like there were so much change ups in tempo and in sound and style even. And then the lines about like all your favorite things that like just I kept bopping along to that like this is like heavy. Um, was that kind of intentional with some of your songwriting? Yeah, I really like just supposing like silly or kind of uh just just uh softer lyric not softer lyrics like just chiller lyrics with more heavy lyrics because that's how I feel all the time like I'm having fun I'm I'm in my like 20s still but I still have to think about like serious stuff like climate change and mm -hmm. what I'm gonna do with my life and so it's it's good to incorporate that into songs so people can relate to it too like uh, blowing up at 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. someone and feeling like shit. So. It's very real for that reason and I feel like the emotional range of it is very human because you have this like bubbly sound one second and the next minute it's like heavy distorted emotion and stuff and it's awesome. Yeah and that and it's cool that the lyrics kind of go along with the the dynamic range of the music. Definitely. I feel like you've done that from the start of the record, too, because, like, Make It Up was one that, as soon as I heard that song, I was like, okay, I'm going to be obsessed with this band, aren't I? <laughs> and it was so great, because um, I feel like so many of the, like, lyrics felt very descriptive and very real about, like, you know, I felt like it was almost a soundtrack of, like, getting ready then heading to a show and all the experiences that, like, surround that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I literally had, like, my favorite DIY venue in mind, like, pop in my head and, like, the whole, like, experience around, like, connecting with people and stuff. That was just something where I was like, whoa, okay, cool. This actually puts me in my place. Was that something that was, like, intentional? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wrote that song pretty much from uh, – just like an experience like wanting to go to a show with someone I had a crush on and uh but then also feeling unsure about uh be like hanging out with someone and you kind of have to make up that make it up that you're you're feeling or make make it up that everything is okay and that you're not feeling unsure of yourself mm -hmm. Yeah, it kind of took me back to even some of, like, my first DIY shows I was going to where I'm, like, I don't want to, like, posture as cool, but I also don't want to be, like, the complete dweeb who hasn't done, like, DIY before and, like, also, you know, seeing that interesting person that, you know, you really want to talk to, whether it's, like, romantic or platonic and, like, kind of filling out that space and I, I loved that. Just, like, it just felt very universal. I know everybody who's, like, been involved in music to some capacity has experienced that. Yeah, that's really cool. I love it. I love that so much throughout your record. Um, and so many of like lyrically throughout the record too, it's like these are very human experiences that you kind of call out. Um, like, was there kind of like a theme in mind with all of the different 
um, aspects that you're exploring? Lyrically? Yeah. Um, I did, I, a lot of it was about like feeling anxious and feeling unsure of yourself. And then there's some lyrics about global warming in there. Like flood song was kind of about like one time it flooded a lot in St. Louis. I'm thinking, and I'm thinking about, it's probably going to get worse and worse. Like, would you wade through the water with me? Would, would you like survive through this with me or like, and then in make it up, I'm talking about the flower, like the trees bloom in winter now. And like, just like he heavy stuff like that. And then there's like silly stuff that I'm, I'm writing about in every songs so that I tried to kind of keep that in there too. So it's not just all dark. I love it. That was, then it's like a balanced experience that you're kind of giving everybody who's listening. Yeah. That's so Cute. awesome. Um, what's something that you want your listeners to get out of listening to um, Lemon Lime? <laughs> I think um, I, I, I really like uh, that there are lyrics in the record that are relatable and that people can listen to it and kind of reflect on their life or what's going on with them or their friends. And then musically, I, if people could listen to it and be like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I, I, I want to start a band or I want to play music. I want to play guitar. I think that would be really sweet if this inspired other people to try and play music. Cause like, this was my first band, like playing guitar with a pick. Like I'm, I'm a classical guitar player. So, um, and the, this is only Tom's second band. This is Aaron's first band on drums. So like, you can do it. If you put the work into it, you can do it. I love that. It's like really motivating in that sense too, because I'm somebody who's currently trying to learn to play music myself, trying to get into playing bass and everything. And like hearing sounds like what you're putting together and stuff, that's very motivating for me because I'm like, wait, I want to try that sound or I want to try that approach and everything. So, um, and what you're creating is such a unique sound. So it's like, oh, I want to try that kind of vibe. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I want. Well, I hope that everybody who's listening starts to feel the same way too, because what you're making is sick. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I kind of want to hear a little bit about your live shows, because unfortunately I have not had the pleasure of seeing you play yet. Um, can you kind of talk about what it's like to be at a Shady Bug show? <laughs> um, well, as you can tell on the record, we have these huge buzzed out parts and they're very loud. <laughs> but then we like you really need to wear earplugs for your safety not for your safety but just <laughs> uh and then there's quieter parts and um tom has these crazy guitar parts and they get really into it so you could probably expect to see tom flailing around uh which is fun Oh my gosh i'd and, love to see them do that <laughs> yeah and then uh also aaron always goes all he always goes goes all in goes, i think goes all in is he, the right he, word he goes he goes in he, he goes, goes in, in. yeah <laughs> really intense performer like he's he hits the drums hard so that's what you could expect uh, i don't know oh my god where do you live i'm in florida i'm in st pete so probably about like half an hour outside of like tampa 
Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Dang. We maybe maybe sometime. Fingers crossed. I'm always like, everybody come down here eventually, please. <laughs> My friends that have toured to Florida told me like you have to tour Florida. It's so fun. That's true. And we have a lot of really great local like DIY venues that are really fun and they're really supportive of touring artists and stuff. So when you're ready, hit me up and I can connect you to people. That's totally me begging you to come to Florida. <laughs> and it's nice there. We could go yeah. to the beach. Yes. We have beach. We have theme parks. Sometimes you can find a punk that works at a theme park that'll get you in. So we should go on a shady vacation. Shady vacay. That's what you call the tour. Shady vacay. Uh, <laughs> that'll be your next tour. <laughs> Well, you do have a really awesome tour happening. Um, what are some spots that you're really excited to play? Is there anywhere new that you haven't been? Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to go to Canada. We've never been, I've never been there myself at all. So that'll be cool. Yeah, so what about you? Really cool. Um, uh, definitely Canada. Uh, I guess Atlanta. I've heard a lot of good oh, things yeah. about Atlanta. I've never been to Atlanta at all before. I'm so. so excited for that. Honestly, yeah. Floral Print is one of our buds. And then I've yeah. heard good things about the other bands that we're playing with. Yeah. Um, Paradise Montage. Fweet. I don't know how to pronounce it. Fruits. <laughs> no, like, but yeah. Uh, we're playing in North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, and that'll be cool. I don't know. We're playing New York two days, Ooh, two nights cool. in New York. So I'm excited for that. We'll be able to spend some more time there. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, that's a lot of excitement coming your way and stuff. And it's always neat whenever um, you get to go places that you haven't been. I know a lot of bands always get hyped on certain spots. So it's good to hear you've got a bunch on your list too. Um, yeah. Are there any bands that you're excited to play with on this tour? Stove. Stove. Water from your eyes. Yeah. Um, oh, there's one of the bands in Montreal that I was really excited about. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about the Canadian bands. Canadian bands. Canadian bands. Canadian bands are awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're playing this, this like, college gig in Albany, New York. Oh, yeah. With Remember Sports. Ooh. I really like them. And Joey Nebulosa. Yeah, yeah. Which is, like, Joey a friend Nebulosa. from Chicago. Yeah. So that'll be really cool. That's awesome. Wow. I always get jealous when I hear about some of these stacked lineups on tours and stuff because I'm like, whoa, okay. Do I try to like finagle a way to get up north or something? Because oh, such, <laughs> like, such a great show. <laughs> or Instagram. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I'll tune in if you do that. Just so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we were at South by Alberta, they were going Instagram live. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're like, we need to go Instagram live right now to, to show our moms. <laughs> and it was so cute. And I actually ended up holding their phone for them Aww. in the audience so that they could get a full shot. <coughs> but that That's was my wonderful. one of my favorite sets of yeah. South by Southwest. It was Amazing. so inspiring. Yeah. The way they played their guitars is just like so percussive. Yeah. And it's not like they're playing guitar. They're just making sounds. and Yeah. They're amazing. Ah, oh, it's so cool. I love that. Well, that's always awesome whenever you see other bands play that just like make an impact on you and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. 
One of the questions I always like to ask my guests is if you could play with any three bands that can be currently active or you can bring them back from the dead, who would they be? Well, I'll let you each pick three. You don't have to combine well, an, an well, answer. We don't, no, we don't need to pick six. We'll, we'll probably agree. We'll, we can agree on three, I think. Uh, back from the dead? Not the dead. Uh, I was going to say Sonic Youth. Yeah. yeah I, would <laughs> I would agree with that, for sure. I love that. Um, what else? Uh, Palm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nirvana. Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. If we're picking the, you know, top craziest. Yeah. Thing, why not? Yeah, Nirvana. Sure, fuck, why of course. Not? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Bring back. Bring her oh. back. Oh my gosh, if only. Well, I like that you picked a lot of like grungy, fuzzy sounding music. It makes me happy. And I feel like if we could make the stars align, this would be one sick show for you to play with these bands. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it happen. A holographic Kurt Cobain. Yeah. <laughs> Hologram. Yeah. That'd be sick. I would love to see that happen, if only. <laughs> We'll bring back Kurt the way that we brought back Tupac. Oh no. <laughs> or Tupac. Or Tupac, I know. Well, this is obviously going to be a very exciting year for you with this awesome tour and the release of Lemon Lime. What are some things that you're really excited about doing this year? Uh, we have a music video that is going to be released soon that I'm really excited about. Oh, nice uh it's it's a surprise but it's kind of a documentary style music video and i have a twin sister and she's in the video with me and it's just really fun and i'm excited to tour what about you uh hopefully record the new album um we'll oh see. yeah we'll see when we can record but writing the new songs will be exciting yeah kind of how many do you think you're sitting on right now for new songs? Five. five. We have like five, five. so we might want to nice. write like more. Yeah. That's we have a new awesome. It's the last time we wrote our record, so we're the sound's gonna be a little bit different since we have this new member. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's gonna be great. Like we we love our new bass player, so Chris is the best. It's gonna be fun. I love that. Um, what are some things you want to accomplish as a band maybe over the next year or so? Tour the West Coast. Yeah, we want to go to the West Coast. We want to go to Florida. Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> um, I want to do an audio tree really bad. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, that would be so awesome. I'll have to put the vibes out. Hey, audio tree. <laughs> I know y'all are listening because... They've been on the podcast, so I'm like, if y'all are listening, get Shadybug on, please. <laughs> 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 awesome. Well, I'll send up all the positive vibes so you can get all this cool stuff happening. I know there's a lot of exciting things that are on the horizon for you. Um, where can everybody keep up with Shadybug on the internet? Um, we're pretty active on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So... <laughs> Those are my three ones. Nice. Well, everybody make sure that you grab Lemon Lime right now from Shady Bug out on Exploding and Sound Records. Thanks so much for hanging out, Tom and Hannah.
Thank you. Thank thanks, you. Thanks for getting in touch with us.
You just heard Shady Bug. Thank you to Hannah and Tom for sharing how they've worked with their dream label, Exploding in Sound, and James for helping set it all up. Be sure to buy a copy of Lemon Lime and support Shady Bug on tour this year. You won't want to miss it. That's it for this week, but you can always keep up with me online. Follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for regular updates. Subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Overcasts, and more. Want to tell me what you think of the podcast? Leave a review on any of the apps. I'd love to hear from you. If you like what you hear and have some spare change, drop a virtual tip at the Angry Girl Music Coffee page. All cash donated goes to helping with expenses for hosting across all your favorite apps, a future website, and other projects for the pod. I'm always booking guest spots, so hit me up at angrygirlmusic at gmail.com. Whether you write and play music, run a blog, take photos, work in publicity, or book shows, this can be a space for you. Send me a link to your work, and let's chat. Don't forget, Death Protector Fest is coming up this May to Gainesville, featuring a ton of podcast alum and friends. Death Protector Collective with The Alternative, Angry Girl Music of the Indie Rock Persuasion, The Fest, and Smart Punk Records present a one-day festival, all for free on May 11th. Join us at the backyard at Boca Fiesta and Palomino Pool Hall to see Slingshot Dakota, Dikembe, Little League, Pez, Pool Kids, Expert Timing, Woolbright, Nightwitch, Teenagers, and Super Haunted. Check the show notes for links and more info. Stay angry and have a little zest. See y'all next week. Bye.